You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight talk, wireless, extended, silver, unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks, unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I am all in. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. I am joined by the intrepid crew, or oh, two thirds of the intrepid crew, Amy Sugarman, have, Daniel have Roma. You, have you been drinking what? Scotty P's coffee? Because you seem a little uh, caffeinated. Do I feel a little energized? <laughs> it's because I went to the gym, I took a shower, I shaved, I ate food, all in the space of about 45 minutes. Just to get to the podcast. And I did it, and I'm very proud of myself, and I'm energized. We're ready to uh, review uh, Season 5, Episode 12, Come Home. And boy, after this episode, did I really want to go home? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because it made me feel so nostalgic for home. So there's a lot to unpack. There's so many pieces of luggage here. Yeah, because there's a lot of questions. It's like we had to check a lot of these bags. Yeah. They wouldn't let us on the plane with all these bags. They said, we got to check them. Uh, I think we go in order. We have to. Yeah, because there's some major (laughs) questions I have. This this episode covered a lot of ground. 
I mean, yeah. they, they, it, it, so we better, yeah, let's go in order. And people's motivations. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll, that's mm-hmm. the tease I'll give. Like, I yeah. want to dig into everyone's motivations. No. And we Should will. Should I synopsize? Yeah. I have to take a deep breath. Before. Let's all okay. take a deep, come on, let's yeah, all take a breath. Everyone, Everybody, think, let's okay. take a breath. Ready? Let it out. Oh. I think everyone listening Good. needs to take a deep breath too. Everybody because, take a deep breath. Yeah. Because we're about because to embark on a journey of a million steps. Here it we could go. get rough. It could get rough. There's rough road ahead, I think. Here we go. All right. This is season five, episode twelve. Come Head home. Sherpa Daniel Romo. It's gonna take <laughs> us on the first part of the journey up the mountain. Air date February first, two thousand five. Michelle is upset that someone is sneaking into the guest rooms after his room checks. <laughs> Rory <laughs> offers to help Logan with his article for the Yale Daily newspaper. Richard learns of Emily's date with Simon. Oh, and Mrs. God. Kim wants Lane to attend her Lunar oh. New Year party. It was a pretty jam-packed episode. Jam-packed, totally. Boy, I tell you. It was, like, uh, the, it was like the 101 at rush hour. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Before we start going through it, I want to ask the three of you three questions. Right now, give me one word to describe how you feel about Logan. I want to say gifted. Schmoozy. <laughs> Schmoozy. <laughs> Mine is th- three words. You, you you gave us one. You have to pick one. Well, it's one. playing the game. Playing the game. See how she operates? See how she, what she does? Huh? Playing the game. So we'll dig into that. Now, give me one word to describe your feelings right now about Emily. Oh. Uh, <sighs> Days of our lives. <laughs> It was a little soap opera at the end. I it kind of was. Now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, a little bit. I just got, that wasn't my vibe, but I get where you guys are coming from. For me, it was just like, oh, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have a word. It's literally, oh, no. Like, that's. Oh, no. You know what the word is for that last scene is arch. Mm-hmm. It was too arch. I don't think I know that word. Big bringing, bringing, getting Christopher involved, plotting, plotting to bring. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. So let's start with the cutest scene in the bed with Luke and Lorelai. They're so, they're so in love. They're so comfortable. They're so together, right? Her wearing the flannels cute. Yep. His bed is cute. I feel like he's got like these cute sheets now and like more pillows and like a cute comforter. They're going to bed at the very early hour. Can I tell and, you? Just, not really. 9.30 is not early for a 4 a.m. wake up no, call. No, that's yeah. not early at all. But, like Luke's on yeah. my schedule. 9.30, lights out, call it a day. I wish I could get to bed at 9.30. I can't. I go upstairs <laughs> at 9.30, but I don't go to bed. At I go to bed at like 2. Wait, what were you going to say? Two? Scott? Oh, two, yeah. I, oh, I'm like a God. vampire. But Scott, oh. you tell me what you're going to say. I wanted to hear no, it. No, I, you really look forward to those scenes when you're just, you're just laying in bed. So great. Mm-hmm. Those are good days, man. When you get to do a scene, just laying in bed. You don't have to move around. You don't have to block it. You just get in the sheets. Oh, that's interesting. I was going to ask, do you have to block like being yes. in bed? Because, you know, in the yes. diner, you're like, oh, here's the coffee. Right. Here's the toast, whatever. Like, right. 
Is it like here's the sheet? Has to well, you just sort of have to do <laughs> check. You just you have to check positions, right? And that, but it's easy. It's a very quick rehearsal. And she does that move a lot coming out of that bathroom in the right. shirt. Like I've seen that move like four times now. Mm-hmm. And she's yes. always like, in the shirt. In Love the shirt. those bed scenes. Love them. <laughs> You guys, have I when she said it's so quiet? Does anyone have a pin? I want to hear it drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Now, here's my question, logistically. He lives three minutes from her, right? Like, what's the walk? Five minutes, maybe? Mm. Well, in real, uh, I mean, the way the, the back lot is On set the up. Set, yeah. Cause let's pretend that's real. Uh, well, okay. So her house, yeah, her house is right across the town square. So it's like you, her, she can be on her front stoop and see my diner. Right. So here's what I would do. Uh, I would get in bed with uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. You fall asleep. I'd go across back to my house, watch TV for a few hours, do my piddling around my emails, my ironing, whatever I want to do. And then come back. Nobody likes that. What? Instead of trying to fall asleep at nine when she can't. You have a chance to get in bed with Luke Danes. She's doing that. And you're saying, I don't want to be in bed with Luke Danes. I want to go do ironing. Correct. She's going to lay there while you (laughs) fall asleep. You have your like cuddling time. And then when you're snoring she gets up she goes back to her house watches her shows eats her popcorn does her thing and then at midnight or whatever she just walks back over that seems like so much work (laughs) really seems so logistically like that's you that's amy sugarman (laughs) i was like oh i'd I'd use that time wisely this week amy sugarman (laughs) will be playing the role of lorelei and she (laughs) won't be in bed she'll be doing a million different things because there's nothing worse for me than trying to fall asleep early when I am not tired and cannot fall asleep. That would be so terrible. Do you guys sleep with the TV on or off? Who? Luke and Lorelai? No, I'll say you guys. <laughs> I, I we don't have a TV in the bedroom. Oh, oh that's a good question. Wait. No. Danielle, do you guys? Um well my husband is always up later than I am. So he always has the TV on. So technically I do fall asleep with the TV on. But if it's just me, that thing come, turns off and I fall asleep. Tara? I have a TV in my room, but I turn it off before I go to bed. So I, I never fall asleep with it on. Same. But yeah. I love, I mean, look, let's just get to the ending part. The fact that he got a TV for her is just. I so know. Cool. That was cute. A very old school TV. <laughs> that thing is only playing black and white, like cartoons. Like, that's all you got on that. I'm thing. surprised there wasn't like a VCR <laughs> on Yeah, top like an antenna. <laughs> like yeah. a VCR. Don't for adjust like, the antenna. Get that fuzz so she, out. She could watch Back to the Future on VHS. <laughs> Good old days. But, okay, so we all feel great about the opening, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah, seeing these two kids, these crazy kids together. Yeah. Then we. Bebop over to Yale, and we're in the newsroom, and we learn that Mitchum has come by. And that was, Doyle, a, funny, that was a funny scene. Doyle's in a real dither. Like, <laughs> and what, what I loved about that scene is we found out what I always suspected that Logan is gifted. Yeah, and that he's a hell yeah. of a writer, and he doesn't yeah. even try. And he's, you know, God gave him everything with both hands. Yeah, money and looks and talent and brains and the whole thing and he doesn't even care he's just yeah. 
And it's just, yeah. it's yay. You know? Right. He deserves to be at Yale. He's super mm-hmm. smart. Super He's smart. just that guy. Can I just say, I just, I love... I love Matt Zucri's portrayal of this character because he's throwing everything away and it's always about how he feels about Rory and it's always how he feels about something. He doesn't make it about the dialogue. He just throws it away. It's just like he clips it, clips it, clips it. And he's, he's got such an ease and a breeze and that's perfect for that character. Yeah. I, See, I, I agree love with watching you. him. I was waiting the entire episode just for Logan scenes. There weren't enough. I agree. I was not happy. Where are they? Let's, you know, come on now. So you know? I, I get that Logan is a polarizing guy, right? Like people, they dislike Logan. But I think one of the th- reasons I love him is, Scott, what you're saying. I love probably love Matt Zucri's portrayal of this guy, right? Mm-hmm. He makes him so likable and cool. But, but so it, like, I'm not uh, analyzing him like, is this the greatest guy on the planet? Uh, I'm analyzing it like, I freaking love watching this guy. But he, Cause he's so present in those scenes. He's there and he's and, with yeah. her and he's pay, looking at her and yep. it's about her. He simplifies, he simplifies everything to the point where it's down to its basic roots. And it's really fascinating to watch. I agree because now Rory is just giddy, giddy two-shoes. Right. Like she can't deal anymore with no. how much she likes him. Well, he threw in a Seymour Hirsch and she all lit up, which I, <laughs> all of a I sudden mean, she's getting all giddy. And I'm just like, mm. Is that a good look for Rory? You know, is that, it's, it's like I, all, all of a sudden now she's interested in a, in a real sense. So, okay. That's a great question. Right. How did I you guys sort of, feel about that? I like having someone have the upper hand over her for once. Cause even with Jess, she's, even though Jess was kind of, you know, broody and like <clears throat> mysterious, she still always kind of had the upper hand or at least it was really equal in this case, now Logan has the upper hand. They were sort of equal a couple weeks ago, but I think he's controlling this relationship now. Okay, yeah. you, 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 you. Here's here's a question for each one. I'm going to take a page out of Amy's book, and I'm just going to take over the podcast right now. I'm going to start asking people questions. That's <laughs> I what like I'm going to do. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. Would you watch the Logan Rory Mitchum Yale Review spinoff? I would. Yeah. Of course, that's, that's a show. Nah. Oh, why? 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 Oh, Wait, you're not a you're not a Logan fan, right? Danielle, yeah, right. Danielle hasn't really met Mitchum yet either. That's true. And that's true. she doesn't know Logan well enough. Like I would watch. <clears throat> to be completely honest with everyone on this podcast, <laughs> the Yale Daily newspaper scenes aren't it for me. Oh, okay. I, so I, it's look, just like a spinoff of that. It it just always feels like filler to me. I do like Doyle. Really? I'll, I'll it give gets Doyle. us where we're really? going. Really? That's interesting. It gets us where we're going. That is so interesting. That feels like filler to you. For me, it's it the main attraction. It's like all the all the Korean stuff feels like filler to me. Oh, that is definitely filler. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, I the totally disagree with you all. Like, I, I disagree to- with y'all so much oh, because man. I love everything at the Kim's and we'll talk no, about that. No, I do too. I got a lot of laughs out of it, but it's like, I'm not waiting for it. You know, I'm not no, anticipating I'm waiting for it. Logan and Rory and yes. I'm waiting for Luke and Lorelai and I'm waiting for Emily and Richard. 
that's like, like, I like I Rory and Logan, you know, doing the secret society stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the Yale, you know, the Yale stuff outside, just like the newspaper room. Just like, I'm always like, okay. Well, what about the, right. the pub scenes, the bar, the pub? Yeah, what I about? love all that. Okay. It's, so it's you just the, don't it's like the, the newspaper stuff. So I wouldn't watch it, you know, spin it's off. Kind of I, like, it's kind of like they just needed to be sitting in a classroom during school, but that's where they can socialize. Like you can't talk in like. No, but they need the newsroom because but, but that's where what... we learn that Mitchum has come by. Doyle's freaking out. And Roy's like, I'll help him. I'll help him. For Danielle, it's kind of like it's the base of like what's to come. Like that's why they meet at the pub or that's why they did the, mm-hmm. you know, society. So I get what you're saying. So what do you think of the in scenes? So after we leave the newsroom and we know that Rory's definitely got a big old crush, we go to the inn and we're having the staff meeting. Oh my God. I love that Kirk is now getting into <laughs> hospitality. <laughs> I love that he also is like, I want to get into it. Like, like, cause he didn't just show up for no reason. He's like, I want to learn. Oh God. What do you, what do you think? When Michelle says that someone is stealing the 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 chocolate, I was like, a wild guess. <laughs> Who is stealing the chocolate? Did you know right away it was Suki? Oh, I mean, if it had to be anybody there, it's going to be the pregnant lady for well, sure. <laughs> like a hundred percent. They was like answer her too. Yeah, I'm like that would be me. <laughs> I love that it's Toblerone. Toblerone, <laughs> you guys. So Scott, what do you think of like the sort of going to the end does that feel like filler to you or that feels like good content filler ish yeah yeah you know to me it's the most filler ish i don't when, i don't when, mind when, it when when how do i say this um it, it was like almost like they're introducing a completely new it's like they didn't really have a narrative to go with at the end. It was just sort of, um, hey, wacky, funny stuff at the end, and let's yeah. go touch on that stuff. But it's it there was no like real. Uh, it wasn't really adding to the tension or the drama of. I really agree the with piece what you're as a whole. It was just kind of funny. Uh, Gilmore, yes. uh, you know, a chance for Michelle to shine, which she always does. A yep. chance for Sean Gunn to shine, which he always does. Yep. You know, I that think kind of thing. So, so it was a nice, it was a nice place to breathe and relax and just sort of take it in and enjoy it. You know, valid. Cause I think there's parallels as well as connection between Luke and Lorelai, Emily and Richard, Logan and Rory, right? We can like dissect it for days. The, Kim House stuff, which we can talk about, and the in stuff is kind of like isolated. It's not totally connected. Mm. So it it is technically is filler. That's not even a criticism. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like another show almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I enjoy it. I find myself at the in scenes just really looking at the decor of the inn. Right, like, it looked good, didn't it? The twall and, and the, the is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. insane that that. Where they are all having their meeting and the tables and the the detail and just all the like blue and white decor and the tchotchke stuff everywhere. And then when you're in the hotel room, the in room, whatever you call it, it's just designed so detailed. The one the one knock I have about uh, why wasn't Sean, I mean, Sean, 
Uh, why wasn't uh, Kirk <laughs> given a job at the inn? He's so I useful. Know. I mean, just hire the guy. Then he can be around right. more. <laughs> he can be in more scenes. Why it's can't just, he help out in the kitchen? It took like a really long Wait. time for him to get to the inn. Didn't he have a job in the beginning? Like he's, he's got a million jobs. He's he's, he's got, got he's every always job. inventing. He's always inventing a job for himself. But or, you mean or, like a sturdy job at the yeah? At the why end? not? I yeah. mean, he's a jack of all trades. You you could plug him into any situation. He he could always enhance the comedy. I mean, Michelle's bringing the heat. Right. Lorelai's right. bringing the heat. Suki's bringing the heat. You got another comedy master there and Sean yeah. Gunn. Get him in the end. Yeah. Get him in more scenes. Let's yeah. go. Don't, don't like, you know, Suki like, no, get out of here. I'm not hiring you. It's like, yes, hire him. <laughs> so we go from the Total inn. asset. I agree. Mm-hmm. We go from the inn to the diner. Now, I personally loved this scene. I love the scenes with Lane. And is, is it Kim? Does Suzanne play Kim? I know her real name is Suzanne. What is her, the exchange students Ky- or the exchange? Kion? Oh, Kion. Kion, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kion, okay. Mm-hmm. So I love their banter and that she's bringing the the, the scoop because she wants the Monte Cristo sandwich. I'm just yeah. like, that's freaking genius. Then I sort of did like the interaction of the, the band looking at their photos and Lane doesn't <laughs> like how she looks. Right. Relatable. <laughs> yes, it was relatable. It was like all relatable and funny and just totally amusing. And I, I liked the whole thing. I actually like the interaction here with Kion compared to the last time when we were like, none of us were really into that storyline. Because I think now she she's kind of in this world where she gets why Lane left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so right. we're seeing that. And Lane's kind of helping her, guide her. Like, she's like, yeah. I've been through this, like. I'll bring your she's, Monte yeah. Cristo sandwich. She's bonded with Lane a bit. Yeah, I thought it was a nice scene. Me too. And I, I, I actually am totally enjoying Brian and Zach. Mm-hmm. I think they're bringing something. It's never going to be, you know, what's his doozy? A Dave Rogowski. <laughs> but it's bringing something. I kept wondering, what is Adam's last name? Why is it Adam, Adam Brody? Brody? Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Look. I'm old. It went right out of my head. <laughs> so, so Scott, like, where do you stand on that filler or or content? If you have Sebastian Bach in a scene, I don't know how you call it filler. <laughs> right. You know he's he's a rock star for a reason because he's got he's got that real presence. I agree. You know? And I think he steals every scene he's in. I don't know if he's ever going to be nominated for an Emmy, right? But he's doing a solid job. Yeah. And he's got that screen presence and he's got that delivery and he's Gil. He's, he's yeah. Gil. He's, he's 100% that character. He's that guy. And he's playing a sort of a Korean loot-like thing and he's going, that rocks! You know, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, who else can do that? Yeah, he levels up all those scenes. He wasn't in this particular diner scene, but I know we're talking broad strokes about the band. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he does, even when they're at the door and he's knocking, like, mm-hmm. it's just like everything he does mm-hmm. is when he has the kid, can I get up? Like, we'll but get he's, to that, but. but he's used to, you know, what, 30 years now of being a charismatic front man for a platinum selling band. Yeah. And you now you realize, well, that takes a very charismatic individual 
That's such a great point because he has so much stage presence, yes. right? Yes. So you see that in his scenes. And you either have right. that or you do not. Even with And the there are not hair. a lot of people that have that, <laughs> which is why front men are so vital. And now you put him in a, Agreed. you put him in a TV show, right? But and he's, he's kind of, he's kind of rocking it. He's totally rocking it, but whose hair was worse? Zach's weird mullet. This is when I'm jumping ahead to the Kims or Sebastian Bach's just like crazy main. Like, but I feel like that's Sebastian. Like that's yeah. just his yeah, it is. vibe. Totally. It is. Yeah. So, okay. So we go from the diner scene where they're looking at the photos to Richard and Emily. And we see them for the first time in this episode. Just, I you mean. knew, you knew they were falling back in love because they're, they're having, they're so civil discussing, you know, talking about the Mercedes leases up and, oh, you should buy it. And, but your hair looks perfect. And it's just like, oh man, cute. Mm. Yeah. And that they should go both go to the event together. Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I'm, I was so, I'm so happy they're on the road to recovery. Yeah, it's okay. nice. It's nice to see it. So then, my favorite scene: hmm. we go to the bar, the pub, whatever. <clears throat> I don't know the name of that. It probably has a name, and people are going to yell at me. But the Rothskeller, like, the Yale pub. Hey, Ace. Oh, Logan, I didn't see you. And she is. She just, is in a tizzy. Like she she's so cannot control herself. <laughs> I just love how all of her notes are like, like who takes that much notes to the pub, like research, like, like I was like, you could have picked anywhere else or like, don't make it so obvious. She's so squirrely. Good, good, good. So good. So good. So good. Like, it's just like, oh my God. My notes just say she loves him. Yeah. She's definitely, definitely has a crush for sure. Also, I love the scarves. The scarves are back. It tells us oh, it's yeah. winter. The scarves I are everywhere. I texted you last night, Amy. I was like, and it's always like thrown back. Like it's never like, like down on the side. It's always like wrapped around. I'm like, oh, it's cold Scott, out. Scott, I do not mm. want to critique the wardrobe person on Gilmore Girls, but literally scarf is just like indicates it's cold. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Speaking of, did you guys hear <laughs> Melissa McCarthy just said in an interview no. her one, did you see it, Scott? I just, yeah, I just was with a, uh, talking to a friend on the phone and it popped up. So, Scott, you tell her one criticism of Gilmore Girls was? That, uh, you know, it's winter and everybody's wearing coats and hats and scarves and it's cold and it's 112 degrees in Burbank and you're <laughs> sweating your badoobies <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. There was a comment on our Instagram, like, how did they make this ice rink in the middle of Los mm-hmm. Angeles? Mm-hmm. Like, I was actually like, oh, you're having a good point. Well, it's not ice. It's I, it's a sort of a plasticky substance that... that that you can skate on top of. Oh, it was oh, wow. Yeah, it's not real ice. Nice. Yeah. Wow. It's like a fiberglass thing kind of. You know what's deal. funny? I I interject of our like breakdown in that mm-hmm. like think about this. You, Lauren, Melissa, Matt, Milo, Chad, everybody, right? Who's still working and doing things is always 20 years later asked about Gilmore mm-hmm. Girls. I mean, think of all the things Melissa's done and it still goes back to Gilmore Girls. And like the, the things they say that get press, and I know I'm getting in the weeds here, is always about Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Like when you're reading about Milo, it's always like he's team Jess, you know, or whatever. Like it's always right. goes back. So anyway, I digress. No, but I mean, just to, to um, 
comment further. Yes, it, we were uh, sweating uh, profusely all day uh, in those uh, winter scenes, fall scenes. Maybe that's why the, the skinny scarf. It's it never, <laughs> it's never below ninety degrees in Burbank. Never. It never has been, and it never will be. <laughs> so you're going to work at the in August. Yeah. <laughs> July. Actually, no, 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 you're it's not. August. You're off. Here. You're, August. But, but you are going. When when is our hate our hiatus begins? July. You were back by August. Yeah, well, were we back by August? But I, we were sweating our beans off, man. Well, and you know it's funny, yes. like that there's not a lot of trees kind of overhanging on that Mm-mm. set. Mm-mm. It's pretty out there. So it'd be sweaty. I I don't think there's anything more draining, and I know you know, and I've worked a lot of jobs in my life, construction in the summers and all kinds of jobs. And there's just nothing drains you faster than working in the heat. You in know? a wool coat. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> even like, you know, when I was doing construction, it was in a t-shirt, obviously in the right. summertime. But um, man, yeah, you're wrapped in scarves and wool gloves and hats. and <laughs> Oh God, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard. And uh, causes so many delays because the makeup department oh, and the hair yeah, department are, are losing their minds because their jobs are so hard at that point because they have to, everything's got to match. So it's like they go to the director and say, I, I, we got to go in and help Lauren's hair. Right, and they right, have to do right, it. Right, I mean, it's like right. it, it just falls, it gets flat and they've got to fluff it up and it takes time to do it. Right. And poor mm-hmm. Lauren has to stand there and she's still sweating. So she's got five assistants uh, or PAs standing around her with these mini um, fans, you know, those tiny little fans and just like bombing her with those fans to try to cool her down. Um, And then they got to do her makeup again. And it's like, it takes forever. Um, And you just, it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And they try to pipe in some air conditioning in the, the tube and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but they right, can't play it during the scene because it makes too right. much noise in the sound department. It says, hey, turn that off, you know? And then Lauren starts sweating when they, they turn it off and they said, hey, turn the thing off, Lauren's sweating. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like a who's on first kind of a thing. I took three changes of underwear to work per day. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just want to say. <laughs> you, sweat, you sweat through your knickers. Did you have showers in your trailer? Yes. Oh, good question. Well, once once we got larger trailers, yeah. Got it. Yeah. That would, yeah. And they I were mean, used. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Oh, yeah. So we're back t- in the pub. Turn on the cold water and just get in and yeah, go, go, ah, yes. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund. With a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great 
everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So Logan says, how come I never see you around? Which I kind of like, because she's like, you know, they just live such different lives at Yale. And then she's true. Her whole freshman year, she didn't go anywhere. Right. And she still doesn't do (laughs) much. She still doesn't go anywhere. No. She's at the library and the coffee cart and maybe the Froyo. Oh, my God. Shout out to everyone who commented when for the guest we had last week, you know, who was the student that came to visit from Chilton. And everyone's like, give that girl some (laughs) Froyo. (laughs) I laughed out loud. Anyway, so obviously, yes, as Scott mentioned, Rory is so like excited about Seymour Hirsch and how lucky Logan is that he gets to go to this party. 
Mm. And you do think he's going to ask her to go. Oh. <laughs> I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like. Here's the question. Do you think he knew that she wanted and was just playing with her? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He kind of he was, wasn't he? Because he's like, I can't. He likes her too, right? Yeah. But he's not yeah. like going to. You don't go from zero to a hundred. He's right. like, pace this, pace he's this, make her game. like he's me more. He's not pacing anything. Like he is playing games. That's yeah. what he's doing. He's like, I know she wants to go. I like her, but I'm not going to invite her. You know? like so I'm he's, just going to watch her squirm. Want, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was still so cute, though. Did you like the scene, or did you not like that Logan didn't ask her? No, I liked it because I think Rory always, with previous guys, she kind of gets her way. Yeah, I do agree with that. It was nice to see her squirm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, usually she's not the one doing that. Yeah. Yeah, Scott, do you think Logan should have asked her to nope. go to the party? Yeah, nope. I agree. Nope. Too much. Too much. You can't just suddenly, like, they haven't even been on a date, and she's, he's going to he's playing. He's playing a dad. He's playing a mean game of chess. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very patient player. Very also, patient. like, I think with inviting her, it's he has to remember that, like, his parents know the Gilmores. Right. So it kind of right. opens like more of a can of and, worms. And this is writing off of the prank that Richard yeah. played on him. <laughs> he's like, right. Right, set up the wedding, you know, right, like, right. So mm-hmm. I, I can, I can understand why he's, you know, keeping a little bit of a distance, but yeah. So we go back to the diner and we see Lane without glasses. First of all, what does everybody think of Lane without glasses? She looks the same. She's cute. She's totally cute. I didn't didn't know what they were talking about. (laughs) I I had no idea what she was. I was like, what is the goal? What is all this? She looks beautiful either way. But I'm just like, it's the same. It's still late. I love that Zach loves the glasses. There is something really cute about that. That And he he wants her to Mm -hmm. be with the, the glasses. And he likes her how she is and that she's smart and all the things. I've never dated a smart girl. I really <laughs> like the one. You know what it reminded me of is during COVID when everyone wore a mask and you saw them without a mask for the first time and you're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> That's not what I thought you looked like. Yeah. It's so true. It's, it's so true. Whoa. And just like everyone's like smiling under the, you know, like when someone's, you, you can't even smile under the mask. You just don't even know what's happening. You just see it in your eyes. Like good comparison. <laughs> so it is a little unrealistic that Lorelai read the, the oven manual, but yet it was a funny bit. It was like, okay, funny, funny bit. But also like that's Luke's thing, you know, like he knows everything I, right. about he the oven yes. and like, you know, like he's not, getting pointers from Lorelai. Like, he knows the manual, you know? Like, I kind of was like... Eh. Agree. He would have known how to do it. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. Yeah. So, okay. So, back, still in that scene, I do like all the Lane, uh, Zach stuff there, and we got that whole thing. Then we go to Richard's office, and it felt random at first, and then you realize, oh, mm. bleep. She's got the two guys. They're having office talk. He's got his nice office, and they bring up Simon McLean, and it's just oh no! Like yeah, I, like, I, I gotta say that was one of the best acting jobs uh, <laughs> that I has, the, that the episode possesses. Yeah. Um, when he took that hit, you could you know he you could barely he it it didn't register. He wasn't gonna show his cards, and man, yeah. and then he <clears throat> he just did one of those. 
Yeah. You know? And he just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a hit he took, man. And I he know. just, he just toughed it out and got through it. And totally. Great, great acting job. See, I, if he, he doesn't have to, he f- has to feel it, but he doesn't have to show it so that we can feel it so much. Yeah. Great job. Great analyzing because I, I love how you're saying it. Cause I kind of wrote my notes like, well, Richard rebounds because it's like he did, he acted mm-hmm. it all and it was quick. But mm-hmm. you saw him go like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't take much. Ugh. It's like, let yeah. us feel it. If you're yeah. feeling it too much, then we don't have to feel it. Should Emily I have told it. him? Hmm? Should Emily have told him? No. I think that gets sticky with the whole panel and lock situation. But if, if, he's do- if Richard's doing business with this guy on like a regular basis... Do you think that she knew? Oh, well, they know but- each other from the club, obviously. So it's a little close to home. Yeah. But yet, I don't know. They're just trying to... I don't think she did anything wrong by not telling him. She also, like... I don't think they, like, kissed or anything. So it could have been just, like, a dinner. That's how she would word it. Mm-hmm. Even though it was but considered a, a date. I don't know. But like, the Pendleton lot defense was lame. Because oh, no. I thought it was point taken. No, I did, too. No, because she too. had one dinner with that lawyer. And there wasn't and a second... And they were separated. And, and they were separated. And there was a, not a second dinner... And she broke down crying after right. he, after I she, agree. okay. And then, and then Richard, but I thought Richard was seeing Penelon Lott every year. Every it year, once a year. Once a year to have lunch. And that is far worse, in my opinion. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you, Scott. So I he, agree with it you. Wasn't You're right. A, it wasn't an apt comparison. And I thought. And no, they weren't. No. Right. You go. Sorry. You no, go. No, I thought, I thought Emily could have countered with something much stronger. Uh, to illuminate yes. that fact, and she did not. It's a great, I'm surprised. great, such great points. Mm-hmm. She could have, but I think she, she, I think she knew. Like, oh, this is. I want him to freak out. I, we're getting back together, but mm-hmm. I think Scott, you make a great point too. Is that Emily didn't do anything wrong by going on the date? They're separated. Mm-hmm. Whereas Richard was betraying, not not physically. Yep. He wasn't having an affair. But they were fully married, and he never said, like, oh, I'm going to have lunch with Penelope. But Locke. he was having an emotional affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. You take, you, once a year, you take a trip down memory lane. You're having an emotional affair once a year. And you have to lie, because, like, where was he telling right. Emily that he exactly. was going many, every right. time? How many times did he lie to her? I every think year, he was being once nostalgic a year. meeting <sighs> her. I don't think he was having an emotional affair, but we I could do. debate that. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, wasn't really explained to us what Penel and Lot uh, turned out to be and how she's yeah. still connected in his life. And maybe yeah. she's in the insurance business or something and it was required. It, nothing like that was explained, but it's a far more. Agree- I mean, em- Emily didn't do anything wrong. She just okay. went on a date. Right. She did nothing wrong. And it's she very, suffered and she suffered for it. She showed yeah. her, her it's humanity. It's very Vanderpump rules of Emily, though, because she is <laughs> dating within the pool. You know, like, you don't, like, if you're going to, even though you're separated, like, and you, you know, I understand they're separated, but, like, he, Simon is very much in Richard's pool, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, maybe give him the heads up. I I don't know. I agree, but who's she supposed to meet? She only knows who she knows from the country club. She didn't tell him because she wasn't trying to manipulate him. She told, she didn't tell him because she was really trying to maybe 
she's confused. She wants to break away. She thinks, and then she realizes yeah. after going through that dinner that it's she's her heart is with Richard and it hurts. Although she seemed excited to see Simon at the car, but I thought her. she should look. I thought she showed a great deal of strength going on that date and then breaking down after the date was over. So it was for me. Yes, it was just I all agree. strength playing against strength. Yep. Agreed. And trying to be strong and trying to move on. And it was courageous. And I think what Richard yeah. did was very cowardly. Having With the, Penelin, you mean? Yes. I thought yeah, that whole thing was... And I, I thought that line to her in the car, after he like weirdly, like psychotically rams the back of her car. <laughs> I mean, what the hell was that? That was very psychotic, but I enjoyed the That was psychotic. I mean, it's like... <laughs> You know, she could have had whiplash and broken her neck or hurt her neck. He ran. He really hit it hard. He couldn't take it. I he was like, wow, that was just way too much. You <laughs> psycho. So he could have been unhinged. arrested for attempted murder. He was totally unhinged. He was like, what the heck was that? He rammed his own wife's car and then like, like starts yelling at her about, everybody knows you're supposed to get out of the car after you foul it. Well, I was waiting for the man in the red coat. Well, you should have gotten out of the car. I mean, he was just out of his door, off his cord. Simon. He's all, we don't need you, Simon. No, you will not call So her run into Simon's <laughs> car. Run into Simon. Don't run into your own wife. That's so good. She's an elderly woman. Uh, and then the comments about her. Like not, not leasing or not buying the car at the end. Like, <laughs> I know he's all, we shouldn't buy it. I mean, yeah. she could have been, if she was turned facing the other way, she could have been bouncing, her head could have been bouncing around inside that dashboard like a pinball machine. So the way he slammed into it. It is re- really quick. I do want to say, Scott brought something up that was really interesting that made me think, like, this pedal and lot thing, like, we brought a pedal and lot more than, like, I know. A lot. And there's barely any information that we've gotten. Right. Like, I mean, maybe the characters know and the audience doesn't, but, like, with the amount of times we talk about her, we really don't know exactly what happened. And she's in the show one time. Right. Yeah. One but episode. she's one of the most talked about characters, and yeah. she only makes one appearance. It's like, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it was what he did was brutal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah we don't, we like Scott said, we just don't know the details. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I. Obviously, they had a real connection. We get the gist of it, yeah, yeah but we have, just don't know. Yeah. That's they, interesting. That really makes me think because each of us, because we know so little, Tara, like you're saying, mm-hmm. we each take away from it what our perspective is. Mm-hmm. So that's why maybe we're having this sort of like little discussion about it because like I think it's perfect, perfectly harmless what he did with Pennell and Law. Oh, I get no, it. Was a betrayal. not to a relationship. It's really damaging. You know, we're th- we're talking about Pennell and Lot. She's not. She's you know. Is that Richard's Camilla Parker Bowles? Well, I like your, you know what, what saying? you're saying. I don't Diana. think so. No, I don't no. think so. No. I don't think so. But what I like what you're saying is that you're taking it that way where I'm like, this is his old friend from college, his girlfriend, and they meet once a year. What I think is he should have told Emily. This is yeah. why you like Christopher too. I know, because I have terrible <laughs> taste. I saw all the poop emojis that everybody wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a, there a lot of them. There's so many. Everyone's like, Amy's poop taste in men. You have black taste in men. Oh, that's funny. My favorite is, my favorite oh, is really someone's good. like, maybe I also have poop taste hey, in yeah, men. Yeah, somebody wrote, I think I also have poop taste. <laughs> Let me tell you something. These fans are bringing the heat, man, and then they bring so, the poop, right? Oh, good. They'll fling so good. poop at you. Speaking of the only, okay. <laughs> this is I, I have to bring it up because it made me cringe so hard and I don't okay 
I want to see what you guys think, because I actually think they should have removed this joke from the show, which oh, no. I get that they can't. But so we go back to the inn and and Michelle's kind of like the bed was must and someone's, you know, eating the Toblerone and maybe it's so and so they're having an affair and somebody goes, maybe it was a ghost. And then there is a Patrick Swayze joke that literally like broke my heart because they're like Patrick Swayze trying to find his career. And I was like, oh. Oh, and I get it at the time when they wrote it, it was funny. But for me, it's like, oh, my God, I, I'm sure we'll talk about it in pop culture. But it was like, oh, Patrick yeah. Sweezy, like. I, re- I really think the Paladinos uh, are not shy about, um, you know, revealing who they find uh, ridiculous in pop culture. They've never been shy about it. They always reveal you know, they're always mocking yeah, somebody. You're right. Right. Yeah. And if we, and I'm sure the fans know better than we do. They make a list and let us know which fan, which celebrities get trashed um, that don't quite cut it with the Paladinos. You know what I mean? So they're just sort of always borrowing from pop culture. And Right, right, right. And I, I get it was sort of a funny, amusing joke at the right. time, but now it's like. In oh, hindsight, oh, it, you know, it, it, yeah, right. It does. It obviously Because of what happened to Patrick well. Swayze and he did yeah. get his career and he started working again. It's just like, and he's so, I love him so much. And like his movies are so iconic. And, I, and, I, like, and I got to work with him and he's the loveliest, oh, yeah, right. loveliest you, guy you ever want to be around. What did you? work with him on uh a movie with martha coolidge film called three wishes oh yeah so it's just like for me that joke i was like oh and he was he was everything and more um i mean this you know stars don't have lunch with little piddly actors that just got a little bit of a break they don't sit down and have lunch with them he did Mm. and he gave me all kinds of advice and he Mm. was always very warm and friendly and just a very loving soul yeah. And yeah. it was it was just like gosh. Man. Yeah, yeah that was that was uh, painful. I was going to bring that up too. Um, it was a painful joke. And I get it. It's 20 years and I'm looking at it with a different perspective, but it mm-hmm. was like, oh. And then, and, and, right. and you know, it reminds me of uh, you know, Treat Williams just passed away. Oh my and, god, and it's isn't just that such so a shocking sad. tragic um <sighs> For thing. me, like, I don't know, Danielle and Tar, if you guys watched Everwood, but like, yeah. I love Treat Williams. He is, oh. So, oh, Everwood. You guys have to watch Everwood. It's such a, such a, such a top notch talent. That made me so sad. But that's, a, that's the thing about so him. He, he was one of these guys that didn't seek publicity and he wasn't all into the glitz of it. Oh, he lived in Vermont that. and he had his property and he had his acres and he had his family and, and he cared about the and work. And he worked all the time. Right. Oh, that but he cares so about the work so deeply. He wants, to, he wants everybody to do really deep and great work. And that's all he cared about. And he was a great I'm glad friend. you mentioned that because I've yeah. literally been thinking about it. And I don't know him at all. We've mm-hmm. interviewed him like a couple times, but I don't know him at all. And it <clears> like <throat> really bummed me out. Like that was so tragic. Right. It's so tragic. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder if he I did anything to get on this. the Paladino's hit list. You know, hope not. <laughs> yeah, because no. so, I mean we're talking about two gems. Two yeah, just, and I think at the time gems. I think the Patrick Swayze joke was probably funny, but now it's just like. Uh... You deserve to treat yourself, so take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan, and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. 
Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on straight talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, so... 
We go back and now Lorelai's on the phone with Rory and she does have a funny line like, there's maybe a ghost. Well, that's better than rats. And then Rory says, I might have a thing on Friday. And it's just like, oh no, I hope you have a thing, but you're not going to have a thing. And oh no. Like, you definitely oh. don't have a thing. <laughs> you don't have a thing. So anyway. Then we go to band practice. And did you guys know immediately that knock was Mrs. Kim? I'm like, yeah. that's a Mrs. Kim. <laughs> if I've had, oh, you didn't, Scott? Oh, my God. The, that was such a Mrs. Kim knock. Okay, so you guys talk about that, like the band and the Lunar New Year. And she suddenly, Zach's invited, the whole band's invited. Like, what are you? what were you thinking? Well, I thought it was pretty ballsy of Lane to be like, well, you know, you have to invite these guys, you know, mm-hmm. like. I kind of love that she did that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because, you know, Mrs. Kim didn't want them there. But she's like, if you're going to get me, you're going to get these guys. And I I was like, you know what? (laughs) Good job, Lane. I'm I'm here for it. She's standing up to her mom. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gaining strength and winning. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked seeing it. It's a nice progression for her character. And I love, and Scott, you tell me if this is like a thing. I assume it is. Like it breaks the tension because they're having this heated thing. And then she comes in, we're all invited to a party. (laughs) (laughs) It's as if they couldn't hear. (laughs) So good. And then we immediately go to the party. So we didn't go anywhere else. We like fast forward immediately and we're at the party. And literally I thought the front porch scene was hilarious. Gil knocking and Zach's hiding behind and like the whole thing. (laughs) I mean, we understand why. <laughs> Mrs. Kim just gave him a mouthful last episode. That's what you say. Happy New Year, I guess. <laughs> so then, I mean, this show is jam-packed. Like, we've still got a long way to go. So Lorelai's looking all cute. She bumps into Jackson and she realizes, what? Like, he's saying Suki's working all these late nights. And she's just like, Busted. excuse me? Busted. Right. So... I thought it was going to be something worse, though. I will say, I was like, oh, oh, no. What is, what, like, why is Suki lying to Jackson? Why is everybody lying to each other? <laughs> I know, so much lying. She's having an so affair with lying. Michelle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a lot of lying in Gilmore Girls. Good point. <laughs> there Everybody's really is. lying. They lie a lot. Especially this People season. Lie. Or she's yeah. having an affair with Sean Gunn. <laughs> I didn't think it was, like, a fair status, but I thought she was, like, I don't know. I thought it Up was, Up to like, something. She was just wanting to escape her life, which I guess she was. But, like, I thought it was going to be more drastic than just wanting to watch her TV show with chocolate. Mm-hmm. Can we also talk about – so we go back to the I kids. wish she didn't put the chocolate down on the bed, though. Oh, I do that. You do I got like all that. like, okay. oh, it's going to And melt. it was Toblerone, by the way. The fact yeah. that she actually was eating the Toblerone, right. I zoomed in and was like, oh, yeah. She just dropped it on the bed. She just dropped it. Speaking of food. It's like, that's going to cause us – that's going to – they're going to have to wash that. It's true. It's not fair for the guests to crawl into that. The Lunar New Year party food looked amazing. I don't know if I was starving when I watched this. I was just like, you know, they're like, it's slimy food. It goes down. Oh, God. The minute they started saying slimy and it goes down real easy and then it comes out the other end, I was like, you know what? I think I I lost my appetite. See, that's the guy at the dinner table that I shush. It's like, don't talk that way. I wanted to eat everything. We don't want to talk about bowel movements while we're eating. I can talk about it. I don't mind it. I you don't know. mind it. Oh, no, 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 no. No. No, you talk about that at the dinner table? 
Sometimes. Oh, Amy. I'm sorry. Sometimes it's funny. You know, I think diarrhea is so funny. (laughs) At the dinner table. Not usually at the dinner table. But <laughs> not usually. It's if it not comes a up, it comes couple, up. Just a couple of times a week. It's not, in it's general, I do up. find. No, it actually goes the other way. It goes out. I can have a conversation. <laughs> like, if you guys need to talk about diarrhea, totally call me. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Poop emojis. Okay. So <laughs> I thought that kid was hysterical that was like. The dude on that guy's face. You we're done. Like, that little guy was so good. And then Brian. He was the illegitimate child of Mrs. Kim. Yeah. Brian flirting with Keon. I thought was like, this is so great. The whole thing was great. That was cute. I did like that. Brian and Keon were like, you know, being all flirty. Me too. And then he's dancing later in the scene when they come back and he's dancing as they're all having the jam session and he's just totally (laughs) into it. I think they're having a great time. (sighs) So we go back to the bar and now we're Logan and Rory are back at the bar again. They've met up again and he just, Ooh, he's just like, this has been fun. Heading to New York. Have a good weekend. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger was just the (laughs) out. Right. Like that's when you're just like, Oh, like I felt so uncomfortable for her. So he's good. Isn't he? He's good. And she he just is. was like, he is. But that's, why, that's what I was saying. I enjoyed it because like in her head, she's like, I have a date tonight. I'm going to be going to this party. But it's like, you don't always get your way, Rory. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oof. Okay. So we've kind of talked about it. I'll, I'll move a little quicker that Suki's at the in and, and Lorelai and Suki have the talk about what she's doing. And Lorelai gets in bed with her and they, they watch their show. So then my favorite, the valet at the event, which we've kind of started to touch on. We are at the event. Simon comes up to the car and he's all kinds of charming and she's kind of into it. And then just (laughs) bam. (laughs) Just the weirdest thing. I mean, he really rocked the back of that car. That was so strange. I said to myself, is this Gilmore girls? Is this really happening? Oh, I loved it. She, He's unhinged. He can't take it. He's done. He wants her back. He loves her. We're all happy about it. So he I, rams his wife's car? It was a strange move. In front of their all of those people? I know all the fancy people. He could have been arrested. If Simon wasn't there, he wouldn't have rammed the car. I no, understand. So wait a minute. Mad. Wait a minute. But why is he ramming her car? He's mad at her. He had to break them up. He had to stop it. So he tries to kill his own (laughs) wife. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. No one's arguing that. That was the that was literally. There were two of the most bizarre moments in in Gilmore history (laughs) in one episode. I'm gonna get my wife away from this man. I'm gonna ram into her car. I'm gonna ram into her car. You guys, it is so funny when they she gets in the car and he goes, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" And he's, she's like, "Who needs a trip to the hospital?" Like, yeah, right. Yeah. He needed a he needed a I trip to the, to the jail that's cell. He needed oh a trip God. to jail, and he needed a trip in front of a judge and then he, to straighten like, his. You know it was what? So up. good. Was so I know funny. you dated him, and she's like, "Nothing happened." And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, they're in love again. It's all good." This craziness. It has just brought us back. 
they're in love again, but it was also like, is this five steps backwards? Oh no. Like, you know, like you get yeah, you nervous. Have second. Mm-hmm. Guys, how would you feel if your estranged uh, husband rammed the back of your car? <laughs> possibly. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and say possibly awesome. Oh. <laughs> like you would. Oh, man. <laughs> like he I loves me like, so uh, much. Because it was like the Message to fans, gesture. load up your poop emotions. Yeah, get uh, your poop emojis. Get ready. <laughs> it was crazy. I admit it. But it was like the grand gesture. It was like so awesome wow i think after the fact i actually would laugh like how we're laughing now i would laugh after the fact i would not it's really bad i'd rather keep my car intact it's really bad it is bad he's gonna take care of the car (laughs) it is bad but but for tv purposes to the to the the woman that Oh man, I got her. I get that it's crazy but i kind of love it i feel you on that scott i get it i have such a problem with that so I know it's just know? a TV show and I'm, you know, and all that, but geez, man, he just like, I love he it. came flying in and rammed her. <laughs> it was nuts, but it was awesome. He's like, no, I am not. This is not happening. Wow. Get out of here, Simon. And he's just, man, I, you know, Simon my next show. lifetime, I want to grow up in Northern California too. Cause then I can <laughs> say things like, it here. was nuts, but that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're crazy up here. And he, I just love how he's all, no, Simon, no, you will not. You, She is my wife. You will not. And and Emily wanted him back. So she was like stoked. Oh, yeah. She loved it's it. It's all in the eye of the beholder, right? She was like, ha- she got right in the car with him and was totally happy. <laughs> like this worked out. Simon should have knocked him out. Put, put him down, man. And. Like you just no. tried to kill your that wife with your car. Oh, I'm not, I gotta, so I gotta. If they went to fisticuffs, is that what it's called? Straight and knock your bow tie off you. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to this episode is like just packed because yeah. we then we go back to Mrs. Kim's. I mean, we still haven't even gotten to the most insane scene of all time. So we go back to Mrs. Kim's, <laughs> and this is where like Lane stands up to her mom. <laughs> And then what Scott talked about, Sebastian, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, right. you know, Zach and Mrs. Kim Bond over. So that whole thing is happening. Mm-hmm. They both like her uh, with her glasses. Totally. Now they kind of bonding. And, okay. Yeah. So Mrs. Kim bonding with Zach was a lot like Emily bonding with Luke in the hospital, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh, so, God. so many. That that feels like an eon ago. <laughs> so many similarities running through the show. So then Richard and Emily get it home. Did, it did feel a little bit of a repeat of the Dave Rogalski storyline. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. Like, I do have to point that out. You know, fair, like, fair. I'm like, oh, they're just trying to revive Dave's character in a different way. But the Dave Rogalski <laughs> ingratiation to Mrs. Kim was brilliant. The little yeah. speech he had and his little strategy was just absolute brilliance. That's why people love him because he was just smarter than everybody. You know? So, okay. Then we get to the scene where Emily and Richard come home, you know, from, and he's like, You feeling all right? I don't want to go to the pool house. And then she says, Come home. And it's like, All is right in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't she have to surrendered. Worry about the rear end. You know what I mean? <clears throat> she. <clears throat> She surrendered in the sense of, of you know, they've been both dancing around what's really going on. And she finally mm-hmm. was like, 
we gotta we gotta put this to rest. Like, just come home. We yeah. know we know we want to be back yeah. together. Just come yeah. Home. I think she did it just out of you know a, a need to 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 sort of feel safe with this crazy man who just rammed no. her in his car. <laughs> no, she, she was, said she come like home me. to calm him down so he doesn't like no. continue to. She like me was stoked I'm about kidding. the rear ending. You know, I'm just kidding. I know, but she I'm was happy kidding. about the rear ending because she she wants to be back together. She's known it. She's known it since she cried after Simon McLean. Okay, then it's Friday night dinner. I think says love like <laughs> rear ending in the elderly. <laughs> but I ramming your car rear into ending. the into, I, <laughs> rear I just, ending a lot more. <laughs> stop it! Stop okay, it! Okay, so stop it, California. Friday night dinner and Rory's there because her thing wasn't a thing. And did you notice Lorelai said, is it Marty? Hmm. Yeah. Well, so she then, doesn't really know Logan besides that. He no, dropped she, her off at she home. doesn't. Right. She doesn't know him at all, but I yeah. like that. She called out Marty. Yeah. So then they see through the window, the big, you know, there's Richard and Emily. And then there's the make out. Oh my God. My parents are having an affair. Mm -hmm. And then literally, <laughs> I love Rory. Lorelai's reaction is not as, like, she's not as sold, but Rory, she's all, I married a wonderful man. Yes, you did. Like, Rory's so <laughs> stoked. Yeah, I think she's she loves her grandparents together. Like, she really loves them. So I think for her, it was important they get back together. I'm stoked. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And that was actually really funny when, when she was pulling Lorelai up to the the bedroom and Lorelai was like, what, Mom, why, I don't want to go. Why, why, what's up there? What are we doing? What's happening? <laughs> it's really and we good. we kind of learned, this is important, we learned that Lorelai is the maid of honor and Rory's going to be the best man. So and we cute. learned that there's the vow renewal coming, which all, you know, it becomes important. Okay, so Tara, what were you going to say? Well, one of the lines that's like so big, it's always like a GIF and stuff online is, oh my God, it's Natalie Wood, Miss Celine's line. It's it's always everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, this is the episode. So I forgot where it came in. But yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that, but that's usually like a big clip everywhere. This scene definitely annoyed me. Talk about it. What you don't like, you don't like Celine, Miss Celine? No, not Celine. It's, it's, you know, Lorelai trying on the dresses. And Emily, you know, you mean under- Lore- when Lorelai's holding up the dress? Yeah, sorry, yeah, holding up right. the dresses, and like you know, see, you know, she's she's clearly looking at herself in the mirror, being like, "I want to be a bride," and I think it's with Luke. You know, like you know, that's processing mm-hmm. in her head, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like for this entire show so far, Emily has just always been like, "Well, why didn't you tell me about your relationship? Like, why mm-hmm. don't you tell me about you know, like this and that? I want to be included, you know, like all that kind of stuff." And this is the moment that Emily had to finally be there for her daughter. You know, like to be like, uh, Lorelai, you're trying on dresses. Like, what's that? Or you're looking at dresses. Like, what's that about? You know, like just to like have. It's especially painful because you see how happy Lorelai was when Emily says to Miss Celine, oh, no, my daughter. She opens an inn and she's she's running her own business. And you can tell that Emily's so proud and Lorelai's face just lights up. She's so stoked totally. that her mom is finally proud of her, that it's just 
a gut punch what comes yeah and next. and Emily's just totally totally drop like dropping the ball here like she she at some point your daughter is not like 16 years old anymore when all that crazy you know she got pregnant all that all that happened she's a grown adult she can make her own decisions at this point like at this point as a mom like you just need to support your daughter's happiness and she can't do that Mm -mm. and that really really like stung me in this episode I'm like like, why is it Emily saying, like, oh, Lorelai, what do you, like, you know, maybe you'll get married. You know, mm-hmm. like, what, what kind of dress do you want? Like, I, she just totally missed that. And So I I've, have a different theory. Okay. I think she didn't miss it. No, I no, think no. I, I get, think she saw it and saw Lorelai holding up the dress, and you see that Lorelai's, like, open to the idea of, I want to get married, I want this. And Emily is one of two things, not having it with Luke or thinks that Luke will never do it. And she wants her daughter to have her dream so bad. I'm trying to look at it from like, oh, no, not at all. Um, I literally was like, she, Lorelai, she sees that Lorelai will get married to Luke. Like she sees it and she sees that her, her daughter has a desire to get married and it's likely going to be with Luke. And she's like, no, 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 no. This is not happening. Scott, what do you think? I agree with everything Danielle said. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't know what else to say. I just... Is there any? Okay. All right. Let's go in order. And then we're going to debate this because it's mm. just so gnarly. Mm. So Luke's in bed. We learned that they went to Al's pancake world and it's disgusting. They're never going there again. Luke doesn't really want to go to the vow renewal. She convinces him. And then we learn he got her the TV and it's just like, yay, amazing, amazing, amazing. Right. Then the knock on Christopher's door, which at first, like to the casual viewer, you're like, don't even realize it's Christopher. Right. You're sort of like, wait, where are we? Suddenly we're at this apartment and there's Gigi. We haven't seen him all episode either, so. Right. And in walks Emily. And it literally was so shocking. It was like, oh, sh- 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 bleep. She just comes in, tells him what's up, and literally sabotages her daughter's relationship and basically says to Christopher, you need, this is your time. You love her. You need to do it. Drops the mic, which is the invite. And and I just was like. The invite's the worst part too, because it's like, here's the carrot to lead you back to right. ruining Lorelai's relationship with Luke. Right. Like if you show up. Here's the time and to place me. to do it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Go. And she rips on Luke and calls him a divorcee, like to the guy who's left not one of the two women. Like it's just like, oh. So he, here's uh, here's what bad I'll say, Emily. Bad. Like, what are you doing? Here, here's here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about this scene. Totally unnecessary. You did not need this scene. It did nothing to further, to deepen the characters or, or improve the storytelling. Because Christopher could have just showed up, shown, sorry, shown up to the, uh, the, the event. Right. And then all of those questions would be hanging in the air 
and all of that drama would be borne uh, out. Okay. What is so he I, doing here? What right. did you do? And then Lorelai finds out, Emily, that okay. scene did not need to be filmed. So that's Didn't what I, get. I wanted to ask you. So you're saying and I thought it, I thought it hurt the sh- episode and I thought it really hurt Emily's character. And I thought it made him look even weaker than he could possibly look. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that was the intention. So are you And it saying- showed a grandmother referring to her granddaughter as this thing. It was a completely offensive. Wait, scene. I didn't hear that part. Oh, Wait, yeah, yeah. That was so many questions. She referred to that little girl as th- this thing. This you mean thing. Gigi? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I missed that. Oh yeah. That so Scott, real- it was horrible. I have to ask Scott one question. Horrifying scene. So say that it, they did it, not. It, it portrayed Emily as a monster, a conniving I agree. monster. Yeah. But here's my question for you: So say they didn't did not show it. that scene, but are mm-hmm. you saying it still happened? So my thing right. is, say they didn't show it, and then Christopher shows up. It just and shows up. But did Emily go there? Then and the do audience this? is like, "Wow, what is he doing here? How did he get? Didn't see that coming." But in your mind, this scene did take place. We just didn't see it, or did Emily yes. never do this? Okay, okay. I just yes. wanted to like clarify so I understood. Wait, tell me when she says the thing. It's so. I thought she, she said, talking? "Is this the child?" That that scene was soap opera quality. Yeah. yeah. That was soap yeah. opera. That was she pure thing? 100% soap opera. Didn't I thought she said, it. is this the child and is the mother still gone? I never heard her say thing. Oh, I thought she said this thing. Can someone pull up the script? Because I never yeah, saw I her say thing. Whatever I just heard she said, it, the way she the referred, referred to this child was heinous. She says, this is the child. It was is dismissive the mother still and heinous. Gone? It was just awful. Well, the whole scene is heinous. She's Who does that? It's like, yeah, I want to, you know, right when you're rehabilitating yep. this relationship between Richard and Emily, and you've got these people looking good, you make her do something like that. It's the lowest low yeah. she's ever done. Yeah. It was awful. But I, it was totally intentional. They knew they were doing it for a reason. Mm. Thank you. So we're looking at the. So scene. this is the child. This, so this is the child. This is the child. Yeah, this is, basically, this is the this child. Is the, the child. So this and is then the she child. says, "Is the mother still gone?" Mm-hmm. You know, look, I think it's hideous. I don't think it's. I think it's even too low for Emily. Mm-hmm. It's so rough. That was the it ugliest so scene rough. I've ever I've ever witnessed in this mm-hmm. whole. Yeah, Sorry. it's rough. Yeah, I think I, you're right. It's the worst. I do. Ham handed. We really ugly, saw Richard and stuff. Emily be ugly in this episode. <laughs> yeah, we really did. Yeah. Wow. I do, I do agree with Scott. Like, maybe if we just skip this and, and Christopher showed up, like, it would be a different, like, shock. But I think for this, it was more of how cruel Emily is. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Tara. I think that's what it was. Because every time Emily fixes something with Lorelai, she takes five steps backwards. Like, they're fine. Right. She's going to be the maid of honor. Like, that's the thing is, like, she's going to be the maid of honor. What are you doing? Why are you messing it up? You know? I think when I, char- I think when characters take that huge a uh, uh, a leap down uh, the ladder as it were it's like maybe you take them down one rung you don't take them down 10 great point and they you know, took her down 100 I mean you got to keep keep us believing in the humanity of a character right and people make mistakes and that's the soul of drama Mm-hmm. But I mean, when it's, when it, I mean, that was just evil. 
Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, oh, it mean, was evil. I think oof. you're right, Scott. I, it was really, and it, to me, it was almost too evil for Emily. It was uh, really, yeah, it was evil. out of character. I felt it was really? just, yeah. Or she does it in a different way. And it's, it's a just little, the lowest it's in character. It was also so spelled low. out and it was so much exposition and explainy. And this is how I feel. And these are my feelings about it. And it's, Oh God. Well, the inappropriateness of just showing up at Christopher's is, mm. is kind of hardcore. Like uh, what, what mom is doing that? I wish I hadn't seen that. Scene. You get why Lorelai cannot stand them. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is yeah. why I think, for us watching, we see so many redeeming qualities in Emily and Richard, especially yeah, but, how but they are. I don't, I don't even know if it's, I don't even know if it's about that for me. It's, it takes me completely out of the, the piece. So because I don't, I don't believe it. It's like, oh, it's I, not believable that somebody is going to do that in that way. I, I believe it. It took me it's out what, of the character. It took me out of the show. And I, I was understand like, this that. is just a bridge too but far But to me, here. I think it's what Lorelai has been telling us for all these years. Yeah. They are terrible. And we're always kind of like, are they that terrible? And you've even defended them. Like, mm-hmm. we've all defended mm-hmm. them. And I think that whether it was, for whatever reason, writers, creators, they are showing us why Lorelai has been repeatedly always dogging on the parents. And we're always like, why is she so mad? Why is she so mean? This is why. This Mm -hmm. is exactly why. Because Emily would do this and she did do this. And And I'm heartbroken about it, personally. I'm like so hurt by it. The reason why I do think it's like so in character for for Emily is she's just so insistent on it being the guy that that is satisfactory to her. Like mm-hmm. she's doing that with Rory. We just saw that, you know, but, like but, with the, but you just saw a character get destroyed. How do you come back from that? You can't rehabilitate a character after that. Once the, all those evil cards are laid out well, on we'll the table, how does an audience come back from that? We'll have to see if we can. That's oh, the thing. Man, I'm sorry. That was just, it was just yeah. like, she took a sledgehammer to, to Emily's character. I don't know. I mean, I but can only you, comment. Yes, I, you do, but you also like. I need to see more. It's you like, know, I like st- as an I audience, st- yeah. I want to stay in the piece. I want to stay in it. But don't, so aren't I, you excited for the vow renewal? You no, know, like, no, that, I'm that's not. The only now, part I, that, now it's just hokey to me. Now it's just like <laughs> so now it's like Hokum is on the way, and here we go. And I agree be with you. I agree with you on how horrible it is. The only thing I disagree on is that it shouldn't have been in there. I'm thrilled it's in there. No, I, th- I, th- I think that it was a, I think it should not have been in. That's just Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, right. yeah, and that's fine. I've been like, in the room, had they asked me, and they don't. <laughs> right. I, I, said, I loved it because do not film was, this scene. Cut this scene. And if I saw, I, uh, I saw a rough cut of this, I said, you don't need this scene. So, yeah, I, for me, I do like the scene. I don't like what it is, but I like that it's in there because it's so clear. It's so shocking. I'm completely hooked. You know what? We have to get, we have to get Kelly Bishop on this show and we have to ask her how she feels about that scene. Yeah. And I'll ask her point blank. Did you, did you have a talk with uh, Amy about getting, not doing this scene? 
Well, I don't know. I'd As an love actor, to hear, a, I'd love to hear her her views on this. For sure. Because I think it's a, as an actor, I would want to play that scene of Emily where you're like, being you see Emily cold. being so loving and happy and in love with Richard and so happy and trying on the wedding dresses and being so proud of Lorelai. And then just it is like what a juxtaposition. She is so dark and comes and just does this. Now, in her mind, I think she thinks she's doing it for the right reasons. The one thing I will ask you guys, though, is are we sure there's no chance she's doing it because she believes in her heart that Luke will never give Lorelai her no. dream with the dress? No. Okay. I mean, I don't, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. No. I think she's, I don't think so. she's worried about his finances and not being owning not franchising or being an owner of a franchise diner, you know, like she's just more about optics and society and, you know, keeping up with the Joneses versus bloodlines. Yeah. Bloodlines. Obviously there's some controversy here. We're not in agreement here. That's fine. We're not going to agree. We're not going to agree. Anyway. All right. So let's do, um, let's do favorite lines. And what is uh, Tara? What's your measuring stick here? Oh, well, my favorite line is the the Celine line, just because I, I don't know. I love that line. The mm-hmm. Oh, my God, it's Natalie Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it. No, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Let's just do oh, the measuring uh, stick. No, no. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Oh. Uh, uh, no measuring stick. Put it away. Put it back. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Danielle, um, favorite when line. Emily, when Emily says come home. Mm. Ah, Amy, favorite line. It's Luke saying, maybe I'll meet a nice girl at your parents' wedding. <laughs> Uh, mine was, uh, Logan just mm-hmm. saying every line he said in the whole thing. Um, all right, Tara measuring stick. How many? Um, I'm going to do Monte Cristo sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, you know, I actually, I actually enjoyed this episode because of how much content was in it. It kept me on my toes. And I feel like even though the end, listen, it's, I don't think. I think that it's moving the show along and it's keeping us coming back. So I'm actually going to give it an 8.5. Danielle. I'll give it a 9 out of 10 wedding dresses. Amy. I'm giving it normal flavored toothpaste, a 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, an... I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm so scared. I'm going to give it a 7.8. Three seven five, uh, <laughs> crumpled, rumpled bumpers. <laughs> Good one. Good one, dude. Good one. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for downloading. And always remember, I am all in. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company. 
scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 